ESPN Central Texas. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good morning and welcome. Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a Tuesday morning. Ah, Ward, more clouds, more rain. I, I wasn't anticipating the uh, per, the uh, per, uh, per, participation. How about precipitation? I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't anticipating that either. Uh, but here we go. How are you this morning? Outstanding. It's a little chilly. It is. I, I kind of thought, you know, maybe that we were starting to kind of get past that and and spring has sprung, but spring hasn't sprung yet. Doesn't look like it, no. I mean, we had a false start. False start, yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put Over it. Over the weekend. Crack season. Yeah. Very nice. I like it. Yeah. That's what, that's what we had. I mean, so. Yeah, maybe uh, some ice coming in Friday. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Stop it, really? Mm-hmm. At least it at least heading this way. I don't know if it's gonna make it all the way down to this county, but it's it's definitely gonna be north of us. Holy smokes, I did not know that. Yeah. I oh, guess I'll pay night. attention to some of that stuff. But I you know I, I try to worry about what do we got coming up in the next fifteen minutes? I mean <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh anything exciting going on in your world? Uh, I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. You feeling better? Getting there. Yeah. Thank you. I got to know. I'm just dying to know. What did the doctor actually (laughs) say? He said, keep going, young man. (laughs) You are a liar. (laughs) Uh, Just out of curiosity, and you may not want to tell me, but when is the last time you've actually went to a doctor? You're, You're not a big fan, I don't think. Uh... Yeah, it's probably been a while. I don't. I. I honestly don't know. <laughs> you know, there are those who just don't, mm-hmm. just won't. Uh and then there are those who probably go too often. You know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I I used to be not going. I don't care. I would lay there sick, 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 but I wasn't going. I'll get over it. Now I'm telling you, man, I get a hangnail. I'm there. <laughs> if that dude can make me feel better, I'm all about it. So, anyway. Uh, let's see. A couple of minutes after seven. What do we got going on? There's a couple of interesting national things that are going on. And, and, and at some point, maybe we can, we'll, we'll get to it. But just give me your impression on the Aaron Rodgers situation, we I, we have purposely stayed away from it, but I don't know how you avoid that. I mean, it is every national talk show every day. It is. Uh, I I really don't know what to think of it. I I think that you know both sides have their um, reasoning for where they're at. And I, I feel like that the Packers want to do, or it seems like they want to do anything they possibly can to retain Aaron Rodgers and and make him satisfied. Um, 
I mean, they, they put a big offer on the table for multiple years and try to get him to stay with the franchise. It looks like at least, you know, through maybe throughout his career, but through most of his career, um, I, I don't know how much he has left in the tank. So, I mean, they're making a conscious effort to, to move some stuff around and, and, and make him the, you know, face of the franchise, which he has been anyway. Um, I, I don't know what the hang-up is completely for Aaron Rodgers. If it's just he feels like that, you know, before it was, well, why are you going out and, and getting a quarterback, which I don't understand why he, you know, feels like that you shouldn't draft a quarterback. You shouldn't have an emergency break glass guy in case something happens. I, you know, he got, you know, his he rear end, he, he got his rear told. end hurt. And he wasn't told about it. And Give I, me you a know, break. Yeah, I don't know why that he should be told every move that the franchise is going to make. Maybe maybe that's where we are in the NFL. I don't know. Um, we are, but how did we get there? I don't know. I mean, you know, the players have a lot of control over, over what decisions are being made. And so. What happened to you're the employee, I'm the employer. Uh-huh. I write you a big check to play, and you play. Right, yeah. like right now, he's still got a a year left on a, on on a on a deal. And last time I checked, it, it is a deal. It's a, a huge deal. A contract is a deal. If if you sign a contract, you and I sign a contract. To me, we've got a deal, and they've got a deal. But that's, so the, that's not the case anymore. No, it's not. But, for I mean, in simplistic terms, either he shows up for training camp, mm-hmm. plays football, or he goes home and sits. But he's I, I'm not trading him. I've got him. Right. And then I know you can say, well, if you don't trade him, uh, he's a free agent next year, and then he can do whatever he wants to. And you know what? That may not be that bad a thing for the Green Bay Packers in the big scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, again, how much does he have left in his tank? Does he have another three, four years? I think probably he does. But I, For me, it's not about whether he can still play the game at a high level. For me, it's every offseason he's going to hold me hostage. Well, that, yeah, well, where, there's where's, that. Where's the commitment from him to me, especially when his name is on a piece of paper that says he's committed to me? Well, and the other thing the Packers want to do by getting this contract done right now, if he plays next season, what is it? Forty-six, fifty million dollars on the cap hit. Forty-six. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's close to fifty million dollars on the cap hit. So, so they I mean, need to restructure that. Absolutely, and give him more money. Uh, yes, to continue to not lead him to Super Bowls. That's another great point. I mean, you know, last it, time he was. Played in the big game was in Arlington. Yeah. Now, let me just say this, and you may totally disagree with me. I, I think it's ridiculous that that is part of the equation uh, for for great quarterback play is that they got to get them to the Super Bowl. First of all, there's two other phases uh, called defense and special teams that the quarterback has absolutely nothing to do with. And then – He's one of 11 on the offensive side of the football. 
Does he need to be an outstanding player to get there? Yes. Can he be the one and only guy to get him there? There's 53 dudes on a football team. There's 53 guys on a team for a reason. He's not the only guy. Not, but, but that's how you're judged nowadays. Well, it how, is. how many championships does that quarterback have? Well, it, and it's been that way for a long time. I mean, you know, you look back at quarterbacks and, you know, there's always going to be, well, how many rings did he get? I mean, as great as Dan Marino was and as many records as Dan Marino had and still probably has a couple in there, you know, what was the moniker against him? Yeah, didn't win. Didn't yeah, win the big one. Didn't have any ring. Well, you know what? And, and and I still go back to to Danny White. I, I don't think Danny White with the Cowboys ever got enough credit. I thought he was a tremendous quarterback. Outstanding. Where was he standing? Where was he on the football field when when Montana made the throw, the catch? Where was he? Well, yeah, I you know, that's He was standing on the sideline. That's true. And he had just guided his team down to score to take the lead. And so it was the defense's turn. And <laughs> Everson Walls wasn't tall enough. I mean, you know. <laughs> but Thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah, but my point is I've always like, hey, how do you put that on Danny White in any shape, form, or fashion? But you do. That's just where we're at. It is. It's always been. You know who's the quarterback of the team, and you know can can they make the the difference? You you hear every day on ESPN and on Fox, our two sports stations that we have here in the building. They talk about it all the time. Can fill in the blank quarterback win a championship? I mean that that it's not. Hey, do they have a offensive line that's capable to protect to win a championship? Hey, do they have the receiving core that's going to get it done to win a championship? Hey, do they have a secondary that can stop somebody? Nope. It's can that quarterback win a championship? It's almost like it's a individual sport. This is not tennis or golf. It's not, but I mean, that's just, you know, you, you look at the quarterback as, you know, one, your leader of your team and two, to make everything easier on everybody else. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's why it falls in his lap. There's a reason why they're the highest paid player in most cases on every single football team. I, I get it. I agree that that's that's clearly the the most important position. I mean, because it starts there. And if you if you can't if he can't direct and orchestrate, if you will, the 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 rest of the offense, you're not going anywhere. And if you can't score, you can't win. I get all that. But again, He's standing on the sideline when the special teams are out there. He's standing on the sideline when the defense is out there. I mean, if a guy misses a kick, a little chippy, 35-yard field goal to, to win a game and get you to the Super Bowl, is that the quarterback's fault? We should have got him in the end zone. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it, it's, sometimes it's it, – and that is the mentality, unfortunately. But I don't know. It just it just seems strange to me that with in a team sport that – one guy gets all the credit and gets all the blame. And again, you watch, you turn on ESPN sometime today, and they're going to be talking about a quarterback, and they're going to ask, uh, can he win a championship? Is he the guy to win a championship? How many will he win in, in his 15-year NFL career at quarterback? I mean, that's every single day. They don't talk about the left guard, unfortunately. A guy that you got to have. How about that tackle? 
You that's do, protecting but, the backside. And that's true. That's 100% true, but you got to build around that quarterback. I mean, it, it, and it's not any different in college football. I mean, you know, what? what's the question every fall that comes around to every coach? Who's your starter? Yep. Who's going to be Who's going to be taking snaps? Yeah, I, I mean, I get it, but I mean, I wish that everybody did understand. It, it just seems like here lately, and maybe I know you said that it's been going on for a long time, but it just seems like it's it's escalated to a point to where that's the only way you judge an NFL quarterback is Super Bowl rings, and it's there's I, so it, much it, more to it. Yeah, I I you know I I tend to agree with you in certain aspects of it, in a lot of it. But it has. I mean, you know, you can go. You, I mean, you just mentioned Danny White. Yeah. I mean, even back then, that was that was the way it was. I mean, that you know, you gotta you gotta have that guy. And, and I'll ask you, since you threw it out there, that Prescott get a ring? Is he the quarterback that can get it done in Dallas? Uh I don't think so. Mm. I mean, you're, you're asking me. I. I I, I tend to agree with you. I, I thought they had the team this year that was supposed to be, and the way they started. You bought the Kool-Aid, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, and look how they came out. They played well at Tampa, and you knew that was going to be a challenge. You're on the road. It's opening day, and they're getting their ring. I mean, okay. And it was a heck of a football game. Mm-hmm. And then what, they reel off, what, five in a row? Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that. We're, I, I don't know how you couldn't be drinking the Kool-Aid then. And then the wheels came off. And that got hurt. Yeah, but when he came back. Never good, was the same. How good were they? He never was the same. Okay, I'll ask you. Is Dak Prescott the guy to, to guide this football team to win a championship? Gosh, I, I, I don't think so. And, you, I mean, you've heard me say that even before. I just, I don't. I don't think so. And, and we've talked about this before. Not, not to just knock on Dak, but. I mean, no, I'm not. I'm just, it's you know, just that's it, just my opinion. It's 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 the plays that that don't happen. I mean, so you get a crossing route, and he is notorious for throwing it behind the receiver, stopping the receiver in the route. Receiver makes the catch; it's a gain of seven, right? Mm-hmm. Positive play. But if he, as you as you like to say, if he throws him open, basically hit him in stride, he makes that seven yard catch, and then he runs for another five or six yards and, and you do that over the course of a football game I mean but that's that doesn't seem to happen it just does not seem to happen and I, you know I, I, again I'm not going to blame this entire season on Dak but if that's what we're doing nowadays it's the quarterback either wins a championship or it's bust you know yeah where was Zeke in the second half of the season Ugh. I mean, and I know he's got he's had in he's got injuries. He was banged up. Yep. Uh, where where was the did the offensive line perform at the level that you felt like they should have? The offensive line. Hang on, holding number fifty two. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a roller coaster ride for that offensive line. Where besides Micah Parsons, how was the linebacker play? Oh, I think Vanderis played okay. Played pretty good. Oh, you thought he f- you played pretty okay. yeah? Okay, I do. I, I, I do. thought he, I thought he was okay. I, I just it's it's not the plays he made for me. It was the plays he didn't make because I don't think he has the foot speed anymore to 
to be well, able to go sideline to sideline like linebackers have to do in the NFL? I, I think he does. I, I, I just think, you know, the way that the defense was designed, you know, put him in some hard places because they took a lot of risk. And when you take risk, that puts the pressure on your linebacker. So, you know, I, 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 I felt like the defense made huge strides forward last year. Huge. Well, now, can it do it again? I, I don't know. You know, right now they got a guy with one foot out the door that they probably need. You talking about the wide receiver? No, I'm talking about Demarcus Lawrence. Ah, yeah, they could use him. I mean, but they probably the, could use him, but you know, they've asked him to take a pay cut, and he's he said no, and so you know, the next step for the Cowboys is they may cut him, and they may cut Amari Cooper, which I I don't understand, but that's. It's all about the salary cap, I guess. Well, I mean, you kind of did that to yourself when you paid Dak what you paid him. And, and you know, I guess you can throw Zeke in there too. Well, so weren't you kind of shoving the chips all in this year? and Probably. You went 11-5 and five and or whatever it was and lost a first-round playoff game at home. Again. And, again, that's what, you know <laughs> – here we go. Are we going to talk about the Cowboys? We can. 25 years of doing the same thing. <laughs> Why do we expect anything different? It exactly. doesn't matter who's at quarterback. doesn't matter who's at running back. doesn't matter who's at wide receiver. The results are the same. In the end, they are. Pretty average. Playoff loss. First round. When's the last time you really felt like, hey, this is a Super Bowl football team? Was it when Jason when Garrett went 12-4, and four, whatever they were, and – yeah, I really thought that that year probably, for me, was the closest I felt like, wow, this, this team has a chance. And look, probably should have got to the Super Bowl that year. I agree. Probably should have got to the Super Bowl. If it wasn't for a bad call, they, they would have been in the Super Bowl. Goofy call. I still think that's, that's a, a goofy call. call. Terrible call. Anyway. All right, we're way behind. Uh, Sorry. No, 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 no. We are off and running. We appreciate it. We are in the Allen Samuel Studios this morning, and we're brought to you in part by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, ProStar Rental, Big Boys Record Service, and uh, it's time to check the weather forecast, a service of the Nietzsche Group. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. You'll need the heavy coat today and maybe the umbrella from time to time as we'll see mostly cloudy skies. A 50% chance of light rain. Could see a little sleep mixed in from time to time, especially west of I-35. Highs only in the 40s, about 47 degrees to high. And partly cloudy skies tonight, we drop to 32. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. The Big 12 conference champion Baylor Bears open play in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City on Thursday against Oklahoma. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Thursday for the Bears in Kansas City. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. 
We're on it with Case Construction Equipment. Equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historic low rates may be a great reason to refinance, but when matched with an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot, you could be saving money and paying more towards the bottom line. Call a Loan Depot loan officer and ask about our 27-year smart term loan or our 10-year arm loan. Get a great rate matched with a great loan by calling 866-888-LOAN or visit LoanDepot.com. At Loan Depot, home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs, made-from-scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Welcome back into the program. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Where are you going for spring break, by the way? <laughs> You're looking at it. <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, when you were in school, was there a spring break? Yes. Oh, see, we didn't have spring break. What? Ever. No. We didn't take a week out. What? No, of course. Took a couple of days at Easter and moved on. Huh. I mean, I, I never heard of spring break. Really? No. We always had spring break. Like, no, we we were about the education. 
Okay. Not about taking time off. Okay. Classroom, baby. That was the best part of it. What, spring break? Month off at Christmas and spring break. Now, we all did the Christmas break thing and, you know, Thanksgiving and all that, but no, there wasn't a week in March. Oh, absolutely. We always had that. Lock up the building and. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) Travel. Hey, Jeff wants to know, by the way, uh, the Cowboys are working on trying to restructure Dak Prescott's deal. That's the news. Right now, they're $21 million over the cap. And so. If they, if they did a little deal with him, they could free up 15 of it right there. They could. They could, they could absolutely restructure him and free up some money. Do you think, and I know they kind of pushed the chips to the center of the table last year. Do you think the Cowboys wanted to go long-term with Dak Prescott? I think this is just me, just my. I think they felt like they had all the all the pieces, and if they didn't do it now, then all those pieces, you know, are going to do what they're what what's about to happen. You know, the, it's going to come apart a little bit because of free agency and and salary cap issues, and so therefore they they you know they were almost kind of in a position where they almost had to go here. And, and and see if it worked, and obviously last year it did. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that was the case. I mean, it certainly, I think their hand was forced a little bit, um, because of what they did with Zeke. They couldn't, you know. Now they had to try to figure out. Okay, now we got to pay Dak because we paid Zeke, and you know their hand was kind of forced into that deal. Um, I I don't know if it was all pushed in. I think quite a bit of it was. I think you're onto something, but I also don't think that they had any idea. And again, I'll go back to defense that they they were going to have the defense that they had. I just don't. I, I think that they thought, okay, if we're going to have a chance at this thing, we're going to have to be extremely good on offense, and we're going to have to outscore people and just keep ringing the tote board and making the scoreboard flash as much as we possibly can because we don't know if we're going to be able to stop anybody on a regular basis. Well, that turned out to be, you know, kind of a, oh, look, we've, we've got a defense. Yeah. So. I And you're right. The year before, it was, it was a track meet. Who scored last? Who had the ball last? Right. Because the Cowboy defense was horrendous. Yes, it was. And – they make the change and draft Micah Parsons. Isn't it great that there wasn't a corner available to draft? <laughs> I mean, stop and think about that. All you heard, we need a corner, we need a corner, we need a corner. And they did need a corner. I mean, let's, let's don't. No, I mean, there's no doubt. We're not trying to sugarcoat it here, but the fact that. They needed a lot. They Yeah, and the fact that there wasn't that first round corner available and they went with Micah Parsons. Well, I you know, for me. The best thing in the draft last year is they went with the best player available, and, he and that's not that. and, and there's not that's not always the case with the Dallas Cowboys. No, they used to draft by, for need, for need or for flash. <laughs> well, that's Jerry. <laughs> Let's go get us. Hey, never mind. Uh, Jeff says so. Cooper Rush took the spot for Dak and, and, and played in some games. Do you think he could take? 
the team to the Super Bowl. No. No. Sorry. No. He he's duct tape, super glue. I mean, he's he's you know, look, he and I know he got the the W uh versus Minnesota, but I don't think you want to He had a lot of help. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, hang on a second now. Quarterbacks don't have help. They're oh well. <laughs> Yeah, they do. <laughs> well, we know in re- reality they do, but uh, anyway, that that's another conversation. But uh, no, he's not gonna he's not gonna win a Super Bowl. No, he's not that guy. You don't you don't want him in there long term. You just don't. You don't want anybody in there long term. You want your if, starter. If, if that goes down for an extended period of time, it's done. Season's over. And that was you know that was going to be the case. No matter who but you had it back But isn't that the up. case in, in most NFL cities yes, when the starter goes absolutely. down? absolutely. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, that is the case. Yeah. Now, it, it, what we did learn about Cooper Rush is I'm okay if he needs to come in and, and on a short-term situation. You need him for a couple of series or, a, or maybe a game. Yeah. If it's the right team, he might have a chance. And I wasn't. Con- and, and look, I wasn't go con- back. Yeah, I wasn't convinced that he could do that. I wasn't either. Last year, a hundred percent, I was not. But I mean, you even go back to Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton was the perfect backup quarterback. Had no help. But well, not only that, but he was not the guy that was going to lead you through six or seven games. He's not that quarterback. If if Andy Dalton, if it would have been year before last. And Andy Dalton was asked to, hey, we need you for a couple of games. Dax, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's banged up. We need you for a couple of games. I would have felt good about Andy Dalton for a couple of games. But it's the long, extended period of time. He's not that guy either. And I don't know. I mean, there's, there's very, very few of those out there. And I don't know that there – you know, let's be completely honest. I don't know if there is one sitting out there as a backup quarterback that you could turn to and go, hey, the starter's gone for the rest of the year. you got to take us all the way. I, I don't know if there is. Please text us and tell us who that quarterback might be because I don't know who it is. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'll say this about Andy Dalton. I, I was comfortable with Andy Dalton. Oh, I was too. If Andy Dalton had the pieces around him. And, boy, they think, think about that year that he had to play and just where they were with the offensive line and all the injuries of the offensive line. I mean – you really well, that didn't needed, help matters. You, yeah, you, you needed a scorecard to figure out who was playing week to week on that offensive line, and he just it, it just was there was just no way that that was going to work. Well, no, and, but and I, it didn't. I, and also, I mean, I go back if you need him for a couple of games, probably would have worked out okay. Probably could have got that done. But at the, least, at least gave you a fighting chance. All right, uh, seven twenty nine. Long term, no, no, not long term. Seven twenty nine here on ESPN Central Texas. Nice pass by Lewis. Even better pass by Caitlin Bickle to find Melissa Smith on the right block, and she lays it in. Great collaboration there by the Bears as they find Caitlin Bickle on a timing pass who bounces it immediately to Melissa for the finish. That's Derek Smith on the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, and that was uh, the game the other day against Tech, and boy, howdy was – was Baylor good in that one? And they have been for the last couple of months. And for the third time in the last four weeks, Nalissa Smith was named the Big 12 Player of the Week. You surprised? No. 35 points, 20-some-odd rebounds? My goodness gracious. So, uh, congratulations to Nalissa Smith for being uh, the Player of the Week again. Speaking of which, 
Alyssa Smith was named the unanimous choice for the Big 12 Player of the Year as she becomes the fifth player in Big 12 history and the first since 2013 to go back-to-back. That, that, man, that would just tell you a little bit about uh, just how good she is. Jordan Lewis became the third straight Baylor Bear to claim the Newcomer of the Year uh, as the Alabama graduate transferred uh, averaged 11.8 points a game and 5.2 assists per contest. So uh, good stuff. Queen Egg Bowen and, and uh, Jamie Asbury were each named all Big 12 honorable mention. Sarah Andrews garnered a uh, second team honor with 11.7 points and 2.4 rebounds and 5.2 assists per game. So uh, congratulations. And again, Jordan Lewis became the third straight bear to claim the uh, newcomer of the year. So some uh, great awards. And look, uh, Nikki Collin was not named the coach of the year. The, the Kansas coach was. It's a heck of a turnaround for KU. I get it. Uh, and, and look, I'm okay with that. I don't know how you feel, but I'm okay with that. But I also think that if they would have named Nikki Collin the, the, the coach of the year, that would have been fine too. I mean, the job that Nikki did under the circumstances, we've talked about this. It, it, it's you know, and where they were early in the year, uh, and and to be sitting here with twenty five wins now, I mean, come on, it's a hell of a job. It is. I I agree. It's a it's a it's a great job, but I I think you know you you look at what Kansas has done. That's a remarkable turnaround for them. But also, you look at Baylor and it's expected out of Baylor at this point, right? And, and I know new coach and everything else, but a lot of people look at that and still go, yeah, but it's still Baylor, you know? And so, you know, it's like taking over, you know. But but was it, Ward? Was it still Baylor with the new coach and new system, a lot of new faces? No, absolutely not. But from from afar. Yeah, from afar, yes. I, get I mean, it. you know, you still, it's still, it's still the Bears. It's, it's still Duke. It's still UConn. Yeah, yeah there yeah, you go. I, yeah, I get yeah, it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, they're they're that team now. Yeah, and have been. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah they have been for a long time. Yeah. Again, it goes back to sense. you know, it goes back to they're still that until somebody knocks them off that pedestal, and you know, the way things are going, don't see it. But if you, if you watched it closely, well, yeah, it was it was kind of go oh. Oh boy! Well, yeah, it wasn't that offense wasn't what you have seen in the past. That style of play. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it's a it's a cool. <laughs> this sounds like an oxymoron, but it, it, it's a complete makeover without the makeover. You know, it you you look at this team and you still expect the results. The end results is what most people see. They don't see the intricate how they got to the end results. And it's it's a total different looking basketball team and you know maybe a better basketball team the way it it's Constructed. formed and put yeah. together. And so, you know, a lot of, you know, the layman's eyes don't see that and you know, the outsiders that don't watch them on a daily basis don't see that. They just see, oh, Bader won again. Oh, Bader won again. Oh, Bader won again. So you know, it, it's kind of a hard thing to tell, but, I mean, I, I think the, the job she's done has been outstanding. Indeed. <laughs> and and we've, we've talked about it. But, yeah, I mean, there was pressure. Uh, and she talked about that. She said she knew what the expectations were when she took this job. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the expectation wasn't third place in this league. The expectation is to win it. Well, when you have a team that's so good, you know, and, and, and it doesn't matter if it's basketball, football, base, take take a pick. You know, the team that that's always there. You know, a lot of times you you hear the deal. Well, you know, what has he or what has she done? All they have to do is roll out the ball and let them play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, how many times? It. Yeah. How many times have we said that about a lot of people? You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> They're I'd so love, good. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to have that job. Sit back, put your feet on the desk, roll the ball out into the gym, let them go. But that's not what happened here. Hey, it, well, it's not the case 99% of the time, but, you know, from some people's point of view, right? that's the way it, you know. Golly. You know, what a luxury. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. It'll be, it'll be fun to watch this team in, in postseason play when they're playing non-Big 12 opponents. You know, and same thing for the men, for that matter. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they've all just sitting there beat up on each other for the last three months. Yeah, and that's what we said going into the season, too, right, Tom? I mean, you look yeah. at the, these both of these teams and, you know, can the question wasn't, are they going to be there in the end? The question is, can they get through past the end because of this league's just going to chew each other up throughout the league? And that's exactly what it's been. It'll be fun to watch. Because they're both going to have a lot of teams in the NCAA tournament. Uh, uh, six, seven on both sides, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Baylor uh, Baylor point guard James Akinjo, he was named the Big 12 Player of the Week, by the way. And uh, Kendall Brown was the Newcomer of the Week, along with it was co-Newcomer of the Week, along with Tanner Groves from Oklahoma. So, congratulations there. Uh, it, it is tournament time. Uh, and the Baylor men will open up on Thursday night, and the Baylor women on Friday afternoon. We'll have them all right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is at 737. This is ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. We're running late, but when we come back, we're going to visit with Shehan Jayaraja from CBS Sports. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Our next Coaches Show is Thursday, March 17th. Come to Rudy's and hear from Casey Maxwell, equestrian coach, and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Saturday and Sunday, March 19th and 20th. Be the first to see and own the all-new-to-market Twisted Creek Ranch at the Sneak Preview Land Sale. Get 10 acres for only $99.9 or a new 1,200-square-foot barn dominium shell and 10 acres for just $159.9. With a prime centralized location between Fort Worth and Austin, this relaxing country retreat offers great features like high-speed fiber optic internet, a gated entrance, electric, and more. Live within minutes of the charming towns of Hamilton and Comanche and be near premier water recreation on Proctor Lake. Don't wait to own 10 beautiful acres in the country for only $99.9 or a new 1,200 square foot barn dominium shell and 10 acres for just $159.9. Excellent land financing is available, so call now 877-333-9413 or visit TwistedCreekTX.com. Prices for a 1,200 square foot barn shell and 30 foot by 10 foot covered porch constructed with concrete pad on a 10 acre parcel at Twisted Creek Ranch. Depending on location and setting, additional concrete costs may apply. Special barn price available to Lone Star customers only. An equal housing opportunity. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor remains third in the latest AP men's college basketball poll behind Gonzaga and Arizona. Auburn and Kentucky round out the top five. The Baylor women have moved into fourth in that AP basketball poll. South Carolina remains number one with Stanford, North Carolina State, Baylor, and Louisville making out the top five. The NFL has informed teams that the salary cap for the 2022 season will be $208.2 million. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended through the 2022 season for betting on NFL games. He has three days to appeal the suspension. The Dallas Cowboys want to rework the contract to Demarcus Lawrence, but he has said no to the deal. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 739, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And we welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan Jayaraja. Shehan, good morning. How are you? We appreciate your time this morning. Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks always for having me. Let, hey, let's begin with basketball, and let's begin in the Big 12 because, you know, it's that's where we work and that's where we live. Uh, this is – it's postseason time, and this is going to be fun. Just how much stock do you put in the Big 12 tournaments, particularly for the Baylor men and the Baylor women who, you know, let's face fact, they're, they're probably already kind of got their situations figured out unless – there's only, you know, unless the Big 12 men, the champion, you know, if it's Baylor or Kansas, does that decide a number one seed? Yeah, I mean, I, I put very little uh, stock, honestly, in the in the Big 12 tournament. It, the Big 12 has always been a league that's prioritized the regular season. You know, for whatever reason, I mean, sometimes you talk to other people in other leagues and, and they put a lot more stock into the tournament, but the Big 12 has always been a has always been a regular season league. And the other thing, too, is that I think that Baylor's in good shape. You know, I don't think you want to lose the first game, especially since, you know, as a two seed, you're going to be playing likely the seven. Uh, but, you know, if you get past that game and then you lose in the second round, I don't think it hurts you. You know, I mean, maybe it can be a slight advantage to Kansas if they go through and win the whole thing. But uh, but I think that Baylor's spot is pretty much secure. You know, I mean, they're higher in the net rankings. They're projected higher in most brackets, uh, especially with the way that Kansas kind of ended the season. I think that people like the way that Baylor's playing right now. Uh, and, you know, so I, I think that Baylor's resume is set. You know, you look at Ken Palm, they're still number two in that ranking. So, yes, again, you don't want to lose, I don't think, in the first uh, the first game of this thing. But to lose in the second game or something like that on the second day and have some time to rest up, especially hopefully to try and get L.J. Cryer back at some point before the tournament, I, I think that they're in good shape. I think their resume is set. And so I don't think that, uh, you know, Baylor's ever won things. So certainly if they were able to go and win the thing, I think that's, that's nice just from their perspective. But I don't put much talk at all in whether Baylor has success in this tournament. On the men's side, is this a two 
bid league as far as one seeds are concerned? I mean, is it Baylor and Kansas or, or, or Baylor in that one spot? I think that Baylor has the upper hand right now in terms of getting a one seed just because of, again, how many Q1 wins that they have, uh, you know, obviously winning the conference, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but, you know, Kansas is, is probably right there. They're, they're probably just half a step behind. It's possible, like you said, if, if Kansas were to go through and win the whole thing, that maybe they have a case for a one seed. But I'd probably put them, you know, in the number five, number six overall seed right on that two line. Uh, you know, it's, it's really tough for, for one conference to get two one seeds. But I do think that Baylor and, and Kansas are kind of in a position to at least compete for that. It, you know, like you kind of mentioned uh, in, in the Sports Center update, you know, Gonzaga, Arizona, they're in really good shape to potentially be right there. Auburn's a team that's going to be competing for one of those one seeds, uh, Duke, Kentucky. So there's there's some options, I think. But you know, again, I think that if either Baylor or Kansas has a really good showing in this tournament, it could kind of a, it could kind of give them a chance to, to have two one seats from the same conference. How much different is this team from last year's team? Oh, I mean, well, completely different, right? I mean, you know, you lose four starters, of course, you lose some key bench people too, and they've completely rebuilt it in a completely different image, right? Because you look at last year's team, last year's team was so guard driven, right? You have these three guards who, you know, two of them are, are NBA draft picks. Macy Oteague also, you know, is going to, I think, be playing in the NBA within a couple of years. Uh, and, you know, this team is so much more wing driven. You know, you've got Jeremy Sohan, you've got Kendall Brown, obviously James Akinja is kind of the, uh, the guy who holds it all together, but this is a team that really is dominated by their wings. Matthew Meyer would be another one of those, even Adam Flack. I think you could consider one of those. So I, I think it's really impressive that they've been able to rebuild their entire kind of identity based on the roster that they have. And, and that's something that I think Scott Drew does not get enough credit for. You know, I, I did a story on him before last season uh, in kind of their opportunity to run back their potential championship team. And one of the things that, you know, whenever you talk to people around him, you talk to his assistants, you talk to whoever – I mean, he is so flexible. He wants you to, to go and get the best players that you, that you can and then figure out sort of the details of basketball later. He's not somebody who's trying to recruit to scheme. He's not somebody who's only trying to recruit a certain type of player. Uh, you know, he's trying to recruit the best talent that he can that, that fits personality-wise within the program. And I think that's shown. You know, I mean, again, to, to have a team that was Jerry Butler and Mitchell driven to all of a sudden one that's Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan driven – yeah, I mean, I think that's a testament to how creative he is as a coach. I think it's a, a testament to how well the coaching staff has game planned. And and so, you know, when when you look at these two teams, right, I mean, if if Baylor were to somehow go and win the national championship, you know, this isn't Florida 0607 where it's that same team coming back and doing it. This is basically Scott Drew putting together two national championship caliber teams. So uh, it's very impressive what they've done. And, and yeah, I mean, these, these teams are so different. Nikki Collins' team, uh, and again, that, that resume, that body of work has secured them a, a, a top seed. And so th- this Big 12 tournament, for them, basically the same type situation, I think. Yeah, no, I think so. I think it's more of an opportunity for them to kind of build some rhythm. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, they, they lost the first two games of Big 12 play, and they were the first team since I believe it was 2000 to lose the first two games of Big 12 play and then win the Big 12. So, you know, they've, they've really found their rhythm in a lot of ways. And I think that's just what this tournament's going to be about. And, and I'd say the same for the men, too. You know, it's just kind of work some things out, get some guys some playing time, you know, create some opportunities for yourself. 
Uh, and I think that that's what it's going to be on the women's side, too, especially with the women. You know, I think that they would also really benefit from not playing too deep into the tournament because they are a shallow team. You know, you're only really playing six or seven players on most nights. So I don't think you want to overdo it. I don't think you want to overload Melissa Smith. Uh, and so I think that, you know, if, you, if you're able to win a game and then kind of bow out, uh, I think you feel fine about that. Going into the tournament, not the Big 12 tournament, the NCAA tournament, you're talking about that depth for the Vader women. Will that catch up with them as they go through the tournament? Do you think that that's something that they really have to be aware of in getting minutes and straining, uh, spreading those out as much as they can? Yeah, I think that, uh, especially on the women's side, you know, the gap between, you know, a one seed and a 16 seed is still very significant, and even a one in an 80. So I think that if you're Nikki Collin, you have to be, like you said, kind of conscious of that. You have to be conscious of, you know, you don't need to play your starters for 30 minutes in a, you know, in the 16 seed game. You, and, you know, maybe even heading into the eight seed game, you know, you, you try to put it away early. But I think that once you get to that second weekend, things kind of turn out okay. You know, you, you do have time between the games. You do have a week in between, obviously, the different rounds of the tournament. So uh, I think that they'll be okay, but but I think that you certainly always have to be cognizant of that because, you know, I mean, how many teams have, have lost out on the tournament because the key player got hurt, because the key player was exhausted, because, you know, because the team wasn't deep enough. And that's one thing, right, like historically with, with both of these uh, Baylor teams, you know, they've been so deep, but because of injuries, because of attrition, and obviously on the women's basketball side because – you know, that's just kind of the state of the roster when Nikki Collin came in. You know, they're going to be put in, I think, in a little bit tougher position. So I, I think you do need to be co uh, conscious of it. But obviously, I mean, first and foremost, you, you have to win the game. That's a part of you. Let's uh, switch gears. Let's talk some football. Uh, Charlie Strong to Miami. Did you see that one coming? You know, it's, it's interesting. I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, I think that Certainly, Charlie Strong, after what happened with the Jacksonville Jaguars this past year, probably wasn't going to stick around in the NFL. And I think it's a great hire by Mario Cristobal. You know, he, he comes in as co-defensive coordinator. I assume that Kevin Steele is still going to be the, the primary play caller on that side of the ball. But, you know, in Charlie Strong, you get somebody who has deep, deep ties in the state of Florida. He's coached at the University of South Florida as head coach. He was at uh, the University of Florida at, in, with, over the course of four different stints uh, up in Gainesville. So you're talking about somebody who has really deep ties across the state of Florida and has great knowledge, uh, obviously has had success as a head coach you know, at Louisville. And so I think that you know, he's somebody who makes a lot of sense on that staff. And the other thing about uh, that staff, too, is that it's a little bit of a younger staff. You know? And so I think having somebody like Charlie Strong and also Kevin Steele as well come in and a chance to kind of put their fingerprints on that defense and put a, their fingerprints on that culture. I think it's only going to help them. And, you know, I mean, I do think that one thing about this too, is that, you know, when you look at Miami, I think that Miami just being where they are in the state of the program right now, they kind of need a little bit of SEC influence, you know? And I think that, that getting Kevin Steele in there, getting Charlie Strong in there, you know, these are people who just understand how SEC programs work because they've spent so much time in them and had success in them, you know, obviously at Florida, at Auburn, et cetera. So I think that, uh, that adding that to Mario Cristobal, I think it's going to be really valuable. And I think that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a no-brainer hire, I think, for both sides involved. You mentioned Kevin Steele. Are, are you surprised that he didn't get another opportunity to be a head coach? Or maybe he did and, and chose not to? <laughs> well, uh, to, to answer that question first, I'd ask uh, you know, the Baylor fans who were around at that time whether they're surprised that he didn't get another job <laughs> as a head coach. And I, I don't think they'd be too surprised. But, you know, I think, I think it's interesting, right? I mean, 
if you are a coordinator like Kevin Steele, who's had a lot of success as a coordinator in his career, uh, you know, has, has really been considered one of the better coordinators in football for a while. The question is, right, are you going to get a job that's of comparable value, right? Because could he get a, you know, could he have gotten Troy? You know, maybe, I don't know. You know, could he have gotten uh, Georgia Southern, uh, something like that? But sure, maybe, but if you are Kevin Steele, I mean, you're making, in a lot of your past jobs, you're making close to $2 million a year, which is probably more than you're going to make as a, as a group of five coach because he's so valued as a defensive mind. Uh, you know, so so the question just becomes, you know, are, are you just trying to prove something? Because I don't think he could have gotten another major college job. I, I, at least, you know, at least not in the short term, maybe he could have gotten sort of a lower tier one at some point, but so people people have long memories when it comes to, to obviously struggling as a head coach. And so I, I think that for him, you know, it, it's kind of like before this past year, the Brent Venables thing, where it's like the lifestyle of being a defensive coordinator, especially at Auburn, where there was a lot of stability and he was able to have some deep roots. I, I think that was really attractive to him. And so, you know, I, I think it's a little bit of everything, right? I, I think it's, yes, he could have gotten a head coaching job, but the quality of head coaching job from his perspective is also a, you know, a man who's getting up there in age. I, I don't think would have been worth it relative to kind of the lifestyle of being a really standout defensive coordinator. Were you at all surprised that Art Browse didn't make it seven days in Grambling? <sighs> yeah, not, not especially, honestly. I mean, the big thing about it, right, is that to, to be the coach who hires you know, our Bryles, I, I think, unfortunately, it, it often correlates with the coach who probably can't stop talking, right? And that's the thing that really doomed this in a lot of ways was not just the hire, but was really Hugh Jackson's response to it. And, you know, and, and then all of a sudden you have Doug Williams coming out to the grambling man in a lot of ways and saying, I, I didn't want this and I didn't sign off on this. I mean, it, it's just chaos, right? And I think that to to be a program, if you're going to hire him, you need to be able to deal with that chaos. You know, Mount Vernon, you know, out in East Texas, they said, we're going to deal with it. We're just going to kind of ignore it. And we're going to stand firm in our decision. And it's just a lot harder at the collegiate level because there's so many more stakeholders involved. You've got, uh, you've got the players, you've got the boosters, you've got the administration, you've got the coaching staff. And then you have, you know, fans, you have people, again, like Doug Williams. You don't have people like Doug Williams the same way, uh, you know, we're going to speak out about stuff like that so you know i mean it's i i think that the way that it happened is is always a surprise it always ends up being something or the other with with this story but uh you know for me i wasn't especially surprised because i did think you know if, if you didn't get doug williams on the same page with you if you didn't get administration on the same page with you if, if you didn't kind of say hey hugh jackson if you're going to speak out it needs to be through us and not through your foundation twitter account uh you know and then I, that really kind of shows how little planning went into it, and unfortunately, uh, it came back to bite them. Shayhan, what are you working on uh, right now? Yeah, we're we're heading into spring practices this week, so I've got a story coming out on Oregon, and uh, you know we're we're kind of profiling, especially some of the teams that have gone through major changes over the offseason. Obviously, Oregon uh, bringing in a new coaching staff, so so I'll kind of have a preview of them on Wednesday, and we'll have. A bunch more as the the week set forward into spring training. And it's all on CBSSports.com. Hey, man, we appreciate your time as always.
Thank you so much for having me. Talk to you soon. That's Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Hey, uh, look, there is a uh, big land sale, preview land sale, coming up at Twister Creek Ranch, and it's going to be Saturday, March the 19th, Sunday, March the 20th. Ten acres, only ninety nine nine. A, a new 1,200-square-foot barn dominium shell with 10 acres, only one fifty nine nine. You want to know more about it? It's TwistedCreekTX.com. That's TwistedCreekTX.com. Here's a phone number for you, 877 877- Three 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 nine four one three. That's eight seven seven three 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 nine four one three. High speed fiber optic internet, uh, gated entrance and electric uh, county and private roads. Peaceful Creek uh, meandering through the community. Uh, low tax through AG valuation. There's camping. There's fishing. There's horseback riding. There's hiking trails. There's water sports, and it's all near Lake Proctor. And if you've never been to Lake Proctor, that is a beautiful lake. So check it out. Uh, it's not too far from Comanche, not too far from Hamilton. You're going to love it. It's called Twisted Creek Ranch. Twisted Creek Ranch. And again, here's the phone number, 877-333-9413. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Level, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network. Has this year been, it seems like, more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big 12? A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score it, 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 because the defenses are so good. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my window. weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hardworking M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor. Now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor remains third in the latest AP men's college basketball poll behind Gonzaga and Arizona. Auburn and Kentucky round out the top five. The Baylor women have moved into fourth in that AP basketball poll. South Carolina remains number one with Stanford, North Carolina State, Baylor, and Louisville making out the top five. The NFL has informed teams that the salary cap for the 2022 season will be $208.2 million. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended through the 2022 season for betting on NFL games. He has three days to appeal the suspension. The Dallas Cowboys want to rework the contract to Demarcus Lawrence, but he has said no to the deal. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty nine from ESPN Central Texas. This is Game Time with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. Coming up next, John Morris has got today's Baylor Sports Beat. That's coming your way next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball continues to roll through the non-conference schedule, winning two of three in Houston over the weekend. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at BaylorShop.com. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. 
Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball back from the Shriners Hospitals for Children College Classic in Houston over the weekend. Baylor has historically played well in this tournament, and this year was no different. Getting a 2-1 win on Friday to open the tournament over then 23rd-ranked UCLA. The Bears dropped the middle game of the tournament to Tennessee on Saturday and then wrapped up the tournament with a win over 8th-ranked LSU late Sunday night, 9-6 to finish the weekend. Baylor now 6-5 and five on the season after starting the year 0-3. Head coach Steve Rodriguez, very proud of the way his team is going. You know, we, we, we really like what we've been doing um, of late. And, you know, against Tennessee, we, we put everything we had into it. We just couldn't get, catch a break and get some guys on bases. And, you know, I told our guys we're going to try to steal 15 bases today just because I think that's what we, we needed to do. And, we got off to a pretty good start. We got six of them in the first inning. Um, then we ended up with seven, and, you know, what, I, we just couldn't get more guys on. I thought our guys were taking pretty good at-bats. And, you know, facing guys throwing 101 to 103 miles an hour is not exactly your everyday at-bat. So, But our, our guys did a really good job of battling through that, and uh, I, I just thought they had really good at-bats throughout the whole weekend. Coach Rod and the Bears now 6-5 and five on the season. Coming out of the tournament in Houston this weekend, they'll play at Abilene Christian at 6 p.m. on Wednesday, then host Columbia for a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Baylor Baseball. All season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears stay on the road, headed to Abilene Wednesday to play Abilene Christian. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch, Wednesday versus ACU. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Because I'm happy. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Because I'm All right, five minutes after eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And we're brought to you in part by our friends at Big Boys Wrecker. Also brought to you by Good Feet, VersaLift Southwest, and Pro Star Rental. Uh, Ward, so did you tell me that you have some friends to the north and they're getting some inclement weather? In the, in, <laughs> yeah, there's some sleet going on north of us right now. That's what they're saying. Stop it. <laughs> I don't know how big a deal. I don't think it's a big deal. Maybe it's just cold enough for it to 
sleet down to the ground. I don't, I don't it, imagine it's sticking. It's March. I I know that we've gotten snow in April. Hey, I've I, yeah. I was fixing to say I've been I've been uh, heading to a f- track to be the starter of a track meet not too many years ago, and <laughs> about three miles from the stadium starts snowing. We call a track meet off for snow. That was awful in out. April. Yeah, it snowed out. Track meet snowed out. It, it's so it's not uncommon. It's, it's, it's very unusual, I guess I should yeah. say. It happens. It, you know, next weekend we're going to spring forward, and we're and we're still getting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, are you a fan of this time or daylight savings time? I think it'll just stay the same. I'm not a which one fan of prefer? either one. Oh, you're not. Just just leave it alone. Yeah. There, there's some states that don't do it. Yeah, I I guess I would rather. I don't know. I don't like it staying daylight till nine o'clock. I, I just get, don't. I, I got you. Just don't. I mean, if you, I mean, I like it. I like it, it the way it is in the fall. You know, when we're just about to get to kick off and the sun's drifting down. Mm-hmm. That's that's, that's just what I've normal said, for me. We should flip them. We should do the daylight savings time during winter, and we should do standard time during the summer because. I'm like you. I don't like leaving the radio station at five o'clock in the afternoon and it looks like midnight because it's dark and I don't like right. I don't like getting ready for bed when the sun's still up at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so flip them if you're gonna have to if you need to or don't do it at all. But if I had to pick one, I think I'm gonna pick the spring forward thing. Yeah, the more daylight's probably better. Yeah. But I mean the first week or two of that. You and I are going to feel like I'm getting up at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, getting used to it, getting used to that flip for me is always tougher than getting used to standard time. Anyway, why'd I bring that up? I don't know. Yeah, thanks for looking forward. Because the snow that the, the the great snowstorm of March 2022, and where'd you say Cleburne? In Burleson, Fort Worth, right now. Okay. Valley Mills says they're getting a little sleet right now too. Really. It's not, now, hang on a second. That's 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 getting close. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right, 809. Hey, let's talk a little Major League Baseball, shall we? And by the way, coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to visit with Mike Caps. He's the voice of the Round Rock Express and has been for years, does a tremendous job with Round Rock. And we're going to talk to him about what this Major League work stoppage, how that affects – the minor league operation. Now, they're going they're moving forward with minor league baseball. It doesn't affect them. They're in camp. Yeah. But so does do crowds get bigger? I mean, do you do you see a little different roster because of this? We'll talk to Mike about that coming up at the bottom of the hour. Now, what you're going to have to explain this to me. Did we or did we not cancel the first two series which for the Rangers means 7 games? Yes, we did. Okay, so we did. I didn't I didn't dream that. I didn't I didn't make that up. That was a fact from the the commissioner that the first two series and in this case for the Rangers a total of 7 games uh including four with the Yankees by the way are canceled. Mm-hmm. Canceled. That means that, that they don't get played. Is that that is what canceled means, right? That is. Okay. So Major League Baseball is pointing to a new deadline for players. Sources told the Athletic if a deal is not reached by Tuesday, today, 
that MLB has told the union and the owners are likely to be unwilling to play a full 162-game schedule. Huh? Or grant players full pay or service time. Huh? I thought that was already decided. That's already a done deal. Major League Baseball also told the Players Association that without a deal on Tuesday, MLB plans to cancel another week of games. All right. So I guess they were saying they're going to push everything back and still try to get all the games in, but I, I, that's not the way I understood it. I understood that the games were canceled. They were not going to make them up. Well, they were. How are the 162 games on the table still on the table after Commissioner Rob Manfred postponed opening day and canceled the first two series of the season? Presumably, those two series could still be rescheduled even if opening day is later than the original scheduled March 31st. So they were they were buffaloing. Let's just cut to the chase. They were buffaloing uh, and, and because baseball still wants four weeks of tra- a spring training, and players haven't taken a firm public stance. And so with MLB canceling the first two weeks or the first two series, which is basically a week, seven games for the Rangers, they still had in the back of their mind, Ward, that they were just going to back up opening day and play the full 162. Sure they were. Sure they were. But they That's gate, parking, concessions. But yeah. they, they weren't putting that card on the table. Well, no. You know, they were so trying. So how in the hell do you take them seriously? Well, you don't. I, You know, I'm to the point where cancel it. I'm done. I don't get it. I don't, I don't think I'll miss it. This is, this is, this is, I, I don't know how to describe this. Silly. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, here's weather reports for you. Land passes has freezing rain Thank and, you. and slight sleet right now. There you go. And good hamburgers, by the way. At uh, Storms. Storms, yeah. Okay, so from the 254, it snowed on April the 7th, 2007. There you go. So there you go. All right, but it's not snowing now. Oh, it's not. I don't think we're going to get any snow. We do have some precipitation. There you go. I nearly said it again. I nearly said it. We got some participation coming down. (laughs) Boy, howdy. Welcome to mornings. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. Back to baseball. How do you take what you're hearing seriously? You know, was was that their – was that their their trump card, if you will? I mean, did they have that tucked back? I I think they always felt like, okay, we're going to cancel this, make them panic. Hey, they're serious about this, and jump on. And then they're okay. We really need the gate. We really need the ticket sales. We really need the parking. We really need the concessions. So we're going to play some double headers here and there, and we're going to make up these games, and we're going to get you all 162 games. They're they're now telling you, they're now telling you, first of all, and they were so insistent, listen, these games are canceled. They're not postponed. Well, that's what they said. But that's not, apparently that's not really what they meant. No. Now what they're saying is, if we can get a month's worth of spring training in, then we can just back everything up seven days and start. And now they're saying, well, Tuesday's the deadline to do that. Do you believe that today is really the deadline to do that? No. I don't think there is a deadline now. And, I mean, but at, at, at what point? you're not going to get 162 games. Well, at, at some point, you know, when do you just say, 
We're done. Oh, they'll never do that. They will never do that. I, I, I know that that's probably not going to ever be the case, but. Even if they got a 60 or a 90 game schedule in, half a season. And as one point, uh, somebody pointed out last week, is this thing headed to the all-star break? I thought that was silly when, when, when I first heard that. I, that's the question I ask. Are we going to get baseball before the all-star break? And I said, surely we are. Well, now who knows? If, if, you're not, if you're not negotiating in good faith and if, and if what you say is not believable anymore, wow. And, and again, maybe, I'm, maybe I, I don't understand what, what's being said here, but it certainly sounds like that they said we're canceling these games and then privately, well, we're not really canceling them. We got at, another at week. what point do the fans get fed up and say, I'm done? Uh, well, maybe that was last week. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear because will they look, really, will the what's fans, opening day going to really look like now? Will the fans really be upset, true baseball fans really be upset right now, or, or is it going to be opening day, March 31st, and they look up and there's nothing going on, and is that when they react? I don't know. Because you don't hear a lot of screaming right now uh, about baseball. And that, that's kind of a scary point, too, quite frankly. And as you pointed out, this may not be all that important to the sports fan. Not why you've got, you know, uh, March Madness going on. And, mm-hmm. it, but when we get to June, July, are, are you going to be screaming foul? Or are you just going to wait another six weeks for football? Well, you won't have to. You'll have USFL. I said football. I think it's going to be good. I hope. But are we going to recognize anybody? No. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it, is, it is quite frustrating. Uh, it is, it, for me, it is. I mean, I'm like, come on, guys. Figure it out. Yeah, but you're a baseball nerd. I am. I like it. But I, I also want... I want MLB and, and the commissioner. If you're, if it bothers me that they that they had, I, for lack of a better term, a secret plan to play the 162 games. If you if you're going to the table and saying, "Hey, fellas, we got to get this done, or we're going to cancel, not postpone, we're going to cancel the first two series." But uh, you knew that they were not serious about that. Well, I did think they were serious about that. I thought that that was their line in the sand kind of deal. Well, clearly it wasn't. Clearly it wasn't. I mean, so I don't know who I don't know if any of it's believable, players or or uh, <laughs> management. Here's what I do know: there's no baseball, and that's 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 the bottom line. There's no baseball. Why aren't they? Why aren't they? There's no the, major league baseball, right? You know, why aren't the big leaguers in Arizona and in Florida getting ready? Minor leaguers are. But where does that take you? And again, it it almost tells you that's where baseball is right now, though, too. Because what do you mean? Well, you're not hearing a whole lot of flack about it. No. Nope. You know, a lot of fans are kind of like I am. Yeah. Okay. That's on you. Let me know when you're going to play. I'll check in. Otherwise, I'm not really upset about it. And you know what? I'm afraid that let's just check in. It's kind of become the mantra, if you will. It's the norm now. Yeah. Because, again, how many household names are on Major League Baseball's rosters? 
It's a good point. Not many. All right, 18 minutes after 8, 8.18. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And, hey, if you'd like to sell your home in five days, you can do it. The brokerage house guarantees they're going to sell your house in five days or less, or they're going to buy it from you for a price that you guys agree upon prior to listing your home. The brokerage house uh, and Aaron Ryan are uh, ready to go, and they've got uh, they've got a plan that is going to uh, really, really do uh, some good things for you. The brokerage house has a proven marketing system that is going to generate offers above market value and multiple offers on your home. You're saying, well, hey, that sounds pretty cool. I need to know more about this little deal. Well, uh, go to 5daystosow.com. That's the numeral 5, 5daystosow.com, or call Aaron at 817-812-2978. That's 817-812-2978. The Brokerage House. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. You'll need the heavy coat today and maybe the umbrella from time to time as we'll see mostly cloudy skies. A 50% chance of light rain. Could see a little sleet mixed in from time to time, especially west of I-35. Highs only in the 40s, about 47 degrees the high. And partly cloudy skies tonight, we drop to 32. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather Baylor women's basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City the Big 12 champion Baylor women open play in the Big 12 tournament Friday in Kansas City 1 p.m. for the countdown to tip off 1:30 tip off Friday join Sophia Young Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball Derek Smith from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. 
Now is the time to start thinking about that spring break trip and servicing your vehicle at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. Whether your travels take you to the mountains where it's cold or the beach where it's warm, they have you covered. With their complimentary digital inspection, they are going to make sure your car is roadworthy. Have you been kished? Getting kished means keep individuals safe honestly. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, where your troubles are their business. Dedicated to serving you since 1998, they are local and they are honest and dependable. 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight twenty-three. this is Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. All right, uh, Ward, a uh, couple, of, couple of rule changes potentially uh, for college football. Want to get your thoughts. A uh, proposed rule change would allow conferences to appeal targeting fouls that were called in the second half of games in order to avoid the carryover penalty of sitting out the first half of the next game. In other words, if the if if you as the head coach of XYZ University in the feel like that that call was was incorrect and you had video evidence, you could send it in and and they could if they agreed with you. They could overturn it and say, okay, little Johnny can play next week. Uh, first of all, what, what, what are your, your thoughts on, on that process? That's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I think it's, you know, the targeting rule. Um, I understand the safety of it, but to carry over to the next game, I think that's a little silly anyway. Okay, That's so just my opinion. Here's my thought. Why? Why? If you ha- if there's video evidence, why didn't they overturn it in the stadium? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a reach for the coach, but I mean, give him the opportunity and the open door if he wants to appeal it. It doesn't mean it's going to be overturned. I mean, you don't. There's no penalty for sending it in. So every coach in the country, kid gets pegged for targeting in the second half. He's going to send the video in. Hey, make sure this is targeting. If a team believes a targeting call was erroneous. Its conference would be allowed to submit a request to Steve Shaw, the NCAA's national coordinator of officials. So the, 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 you'd have to send it to your league, and the league would yeah. – anyway, so there's the process. Yeah. Uh, here's my thought. I'm okay with it. Tell me if you agree or disagree with me on targeting. I, I understand the rule. I understand the safety of the rule. That's the intent. It's a safety rule. Here's my deal. And I think and for me – and again, you say, well, that's judgment. Well, officials are asked to judge things – uh, every day in a game. Here, here's my deal. If if it's helmet to helmet contact, and by by definition of the rule that is targeting, it's a 15 yard penalty. If you think that there was intent to injure, that's where the ejection comes in. If, in other words, if if a guy runs up and tackles another guy helmet to helmet, he he. You know that was there's no intent there, but if a guy lunges and I mean he's flying through the air going after a guy, you know when a guy, it, you know you remember the the receivers that used to go across the middle and those safeties would just, oh yeah yeah th- that's what I'm talking about I, th- I that's where the ejection needs to come into play, uh, but if it's just I mean if it's just targeting, then give them the 15 yard penalty and, and move on. Would you be opposed to that? Uh, yeah, I don't. Probably not. I mean, again, it's a judgment deal. So, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I think, you you know, if if the top of the helmet becomes a 
projectile or, or, or a weapon, then you probably should be ejected. But, I mean, you know, heck, it's football. I mean, it's and I by nature again, it's a violent sport. Yes. You're right. By it, nature, it's a violent sport. And I understand you're trying not only to protect the player that's being targeted, but also the player that's targeting too. I mean, you're trying to prevent neck injuries from them. Well, I mean, you know, it it's it's just going to be that way because of the construction of the helmet and how you know how advanced the helmets are now and and they are advanced you know so it's you know it it's it's easy to to get yourself in that situation i i i personally don't like all the targeting calls but again i understand they're trying to get safer um but yeah i I think it should be a 15-yard penalty. I don't think it should be an ejection. And, you know, maybe it's, you know, kind of like the personal foul. Maybe we go to, okay, the first one, 15-yard penalty. Second one's an ejection. Maybe something like that. I don't know. I'm with you. And, again, there's a lot. You you brought up a great point. You know, just for example, you're running wide open. The running back is running wide open. He's going down, and you go to tackle him. I mean, trying to avoid hitting his headgear is almost impossible when you're going wide open. And by definition of the rule, that's targeting. But there was clearly no intent to hurt the guy. No. And, and, you know, they even have now offensive targeting on the running back for lowering his head and trying to run through. You know, that's, to me, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's, but, again. Well, you can. Look, we can get into let's, let's play flag football. Why not? Yeah, we can get into what is a face mask and what is a stiff arm. I mean, you know, there's it's a lot of the other one that they 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 took a look at and really couldn't come up with is the faking of an injury to stop the clock. I'm okay with that one, but they don't have a foul for that. No, and they don't. What but they, they need were, they need to figure something out on that. That that needs to something need timeouts need to be taken away. Something I don't I don't know. Um, you know, you you take timeouts away, coaches are going to think twice about it in certain situations, um, or you automatically award them a first down. I don't know, but that that's got to stop. One of the things that they that's talked absolutely about, ridiculous. It is one of the things that they talked about was uh, when a, you know how a player has to come off the field for a play if he's injured, making that player if they rule that that was you know you know faking an injury making it multiple plays that he had to sit out. But they couldn't they could not agree with it and I don't think that they've really done anything with it and so it's still sitting out there and and I think we're going to see a lot more of it and, and and you know when look again we're asking officials to 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 judge things but that's what that's what officiating is all about you're judging things well, on I, every play. That's what they're supposed to do. Right. So and that's why they're out there. So anyway, you know, I, I, you know, give them a first down if, if it happens, I, that'll stop it. You, you know, you keep rewarding them for a first down. They're just going to chew up more clock. I don't, I don't know how to stop it really, but it, it, that I get it. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to doing it if I'm on the other side. No, I, yeah. Because it's legal, but I, it drives me batty to see it happen. Well, and, and. Again, and we're not going to continue on this 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 track. But look, you know, as you you could say, here's what you have allotted to you. You have 
X amount of injuries and X amount of timeouts. Once you exceed your your injuries, then we're going to take timeouts. And if we go past both your injuries and your timeouts, then we're going to start dropping a yellow hanky and walking off 15 yards. And it would stop some of that stuff. It would. It, w- it wouldn't eliminate it. You're not yeah. going to. And, and how do you distinct from a true injury to, you know, to a guy who's faking a cramp? I don't know. I, I have no idea how to how to tell the difference. Well, part of but it is he wouldn't most, be going down at, at the end of the end of the game. Yes, I mean, I, you know, most of the time you can tell. I mean, if we can yeah. tell, certainly they can. They're right there on top of it. Right. Absolutely. Anyway, so that's a couple of things that they were talking about. I, I love these rule discussions because it it does look when they make a rule change, it does change the way the game is played. Uh, whether you like it or don't like it. All right, it's 831. Coming up next, we're going to visit with Mike Camps from the Round Rock Express. We do that right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do we know what artisanal bread means? Is that just a fancy way of saying bread? I think it's a fancy way of saying not regular old bread. <laughs> <laughs> like we did something uh, a little different from this. It's artisanal. Yeah. Not regular old bread. I wish they'd just say that. Just put that on the menu, not regular old bread. (laughs) The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Beginning Wednesday, January 19th, Helmet Aerospace in Waco will be holding a weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Helmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor remains third in the latest AP men's college basketball poll behind Gonzaga and Arizona. Auburn and Kentucky round out the top five. The Baylor women have moved into fourth in that AP basketball poll. South Carolina remains number one with Stanford, North Carolina State, Baylor, and Louisville making out the top five. The NFL has informed teams that the salary cap for the 2022 season will be $208.2 million. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended through the 2022 season for betting on NFL games. He has three days to appeal the suspension. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
talking baseball. Klazuski, Campanella talking baseball. The man and Bobby Feller, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque. Isn't that a great song? We're talking baseball here this morning on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us, and we're joined now by the voice of the Round Rock Express, Mike Cabs. Cappy, good morning. How are you, sir? Well, it's the Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid of sports. <laughs> serving something like this since, what, 2021? Uh, something like that, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Mike, we, we, hey, we got – I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm not far from done with you guys either. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> we we have a work stoppage at the big league level. How does or does it affect baseball at the minor league level? Absolutely zero, I'm proud to say. Um, we're going to start April the 5th against the El Paso Chihuahuas and play 150-game season. Finally, the one thing out of this uh, – morass of work stoppage BS, if you will, is somebody in in a major league office said, well, why aren't we playing games in September? Why are those AAA guys sitting? And then we call them up. They ain't played. Well, they fixed it. So I'm really excited about that. Plus, it keeps me off the streets an extra week. And so... <laughs> Great stuff. I'm dead serious about this. This is something baseball should have done a long time ago. And they finally came through and did it. In other words, we're going to play all the way through basically to October 1st. And it's just good. We did. We played through to October 3rd, but we started the season late last year, of course. But the bottom line, it does not affect us at all. Uh, we don't have 40-man roster players to start the season. And that's fine because, you know, I think maybe we had three to start the season last year. So it's not going to be that big a difference and everybody else is going to be operating from the same, uh, from the same spot as we are. And uh, we'll just, we'll get it going. And, and uh, no matter, no matter what happens at the big league level, we're going to play at Dell Dine. Mike, does it give you a better opportunity to, for the coaching staff to, to kind of know what their roster is going to be from a day-to-day basis with this going on? Well, yeah, because you can't – there there will be movement from double-A up or A-ball. I mean, they've, they've begun moving guys up from A-ball to triple-A for some reason over the last couple of years, which I don't quite understand. But, um, yeah, Ward, to, to tell you the truth, it will. Simply because there's there, – I just don't see that much player movement uh, until all the MLB thing is – is settled, and if if you're old enough, as the three of us are, to remember that 1994 strike, um, they just stayed gone, and minor league baseball just kept uh, chugging right along and and doing very well. And uh, I was still at CNN in those days, and I did a story down in San Antonio with the missions, and they were they had just opened the, that ballpark, and and of course people were just jamming in there because they didn't have they didn't have Arlington to go to and they didn't have Houston to go to and so um I, I'm looking forward to the whole thing and I and and I know I, I've already talked to the new manager for Round Rock and he's excited about it and we've got the same pitching coaches we had last year. The hitting coach has been elevated to bench coach and so we'll get it started on April fifth against the, the El Paso Chihuahuas. You you bring up a great point without 
ball games in Arlington and, and in Houston. I I would suspect that the the numbers in Round Rock are are going to be it's going to benefit the Express. Well, we sure hope so. Um, you know, it's a haul from from uh, from both spots, from Arlington and we're in Houston too. But it's not from but Waco. The, no, it's not from Waco. It's not from Central Texas. I mean, uh, and and we do have we had season ticket holders as far out as, as San Saba before. So uh, people are willing to drive to this place to see to see what I think is is just next door to Major League Baseball, and it's uh, plus it's fun, and the kids are just busting their humps to get to the big league level. And who wouldn't if you're going to come up with a seven hundred and seventy five thousand dollar minimum wage i'm thinking about coming out of retirement at age 71 and going to mike when, bad you no not at all when, when you look at these young guys that are going to be on this roster and, and rosters around minor league baseball with the stoppage if it prolongs will this make them better players in the long run because of they're going to get the at-bats they're going to get the innings they need and they're going to have some consistency to their game. Yes, for position players. Now, I don't know what it'll do for pitchers, Ward, because uh, I was looking through some of uh, some of the guys we had that threw for us as starters, and we had a whole bunch of guys who never went over five innings. And I just don't understand the rationale behind that. But but as far as at bats go. It really will help them. Remember, remember, most of the kids that we're going to have lost the 2020 season as well. So uh, this is just such crucial time for them, and and uh, not just for them, but the game itself. I mean, uh, we've got a commissioner that shut down 40 teams. 40 teams. I still can't figure out what's American about that. And those 40 teams are in the federal court now uh, coming after Major League Baseball for doing that. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out with all the stuff we have going on in the world uh, and in Major League Baseball. The, the eye is certainly off that lawsuit. But once, once it hits the courts and once they start to try it out, I'm going to be glued to it because um, that's keeping the relationship they have uh, Major League Baseball has where the minor leagues is uh, it, it needs to be a little bit more important than than what they showed when they shut down 40 teams. I'm, imagine yourself. You're in, let's just say you're in a uh, card business and whatever whatever the, the major organization of cars is comes in and just shuts you down. Well, what the heck is that all about? They have antitrust exemption in the major leagues that the other pro leagues don't have, major leagues don't have. And so if they lose that, it's going to cost them millions and millions and millions of dollars. And that may be what what it takes to get their attention because, look, this, this thing has gone on way too long, and you can't tell me they couldn't have come to some kind of resolution by now. I, I'm just flabbergasted by it. But if it means a difference in kids having a chance to improve where they might not have otherwise, and, and especially since they've lost a year, and making the game better overall for the years to come. I'm all for that. Mike, I, I don't want to get too deep into the woods here, but talk a little bit about 
the the definition of a major league player and a minor league player. I mean, there are guys that have gone up and down. They have major league experience, but uh, I mean, are they consider those guys that have that have gotten abs and in, in, in innings at the major league level? Are they considered major league baseball players? Or are they are they still considered some of those guys still considered minor league players? Can they play at the AAA level while this is going on? I, I'm kind of curious about that type of player. The only guys who can't play at this level uh, are on the 40-man roster, whether they've whether they've made it to the, to the big leagues or not. Most of the guys on the Rangers 40-man have. The other side of that is, is very simple. Uh, we're going to play. No 40-man roster guys. Anybody who's played in the big leagues is considered a major leaguer because he made it, okay? And that that um, if that if that's what you're asking now you know we have these guys that bounce back and forth right all the time and and uh, that's that's sort of a different category but they're considered major leaguers because they have major league time and they're all trying to get if they have major league time they're trying to get to the point where where they have several years accumulated time in the big leagues it because it it, it affects the amount of money they get at the end of their careers or whenever they take their pension at age 55 or 65 or whatever it is. And, uh, I mean, this is why you see, uh, this is why you see these guys who grind it out. And that's, uh, I was telling you yesterday, we've written a book about those grinders that's coming out in, in July. And I'm really proud of it because of the stories we've been able to been blessed to tell. And I, I think, I think that whole thing, I just think people who, well, well, guys like you and Ward and me who've been in the broadcast business forever and ever and bounced back and forth between networks and major events and all that sort of stuff relate to it. Because one of the things that we said in the intro to this book is if, if let's just put it in terms of you're a grinder if you are not the CEO of your company and you'll readily do a 60 hour work week instead of a 40 hour work week. If the boss needs you to, to, to put that many more hours in, if you're a, if you're a single parent, uh, raising two or three kids, you with, with two or three jobs, you're a grinder. Um, if you're a business owner and you're beset with all sorts of, all sorts of tax problems and this and that, and guys wanting to shut you down and all like, <laughs> like these baseball teams were, uh, you're a grinder. And, and I think this, the, it not only, it, it just transcends baseball and, and it transcends life. And, and it's just, uh, I'm, I'm anxious for you guys to get a copy and read this. Thing what, what's the name of the book? Grinders, Baseballs, Intrepid Infantry. And it's going to be in all the bookstores, Barnes & Noble. I'm going to try to set up a book signing for Waco and I'll have both of you out. And see, I can verbally abuse you in front of people. <laughs> and so, so no. And, and we, we did a book signing when I came out with a Murph book, a Red Murph book, in in the '96. There at the Barnes and Noble. Uh, I guess it's still in the same spot, huh? Yes. Uh, yeah. It is. Uh, yes. And so we'll we'll try to set up one there because I, well, I know we got a lot of round rock. Express fans, I know there's tons and tons of baseball fans, and we have some Rangers guys that have played with the Rangers, played with the Astros. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm really proud of it, and, and I'm really 
anxious to see how people react to it because we've really put in a lot of time and effort. It, it took four years to write it. The Murph book took, took me 84 days. So it's just the, <laughs> catching up with these guys and telling the stories is, is quite the, quite the feat, but we got it done and uh, it's in the publisher's hands and the designers and they're putting it all together. And we're really proud of it. And so anyway, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make sure you guys get a copy and then you can just rip me to pieces. If you don't like something I said in the book. <laughs> He's my cap. He's the voice of the uh, Rad Rock Express. Cappy, as always, thanks for the time. Anytime, buddies. Guys, take care. Talk to you soon. All right. You, you know what, Ward? We ought to, we ought to do the show. Live from Round Live Rock. Live from Round Rock, the morning of the opening day. Opening day. Let's do it. What? Spend the whole day at the ballpark. Yeah, just hang take out BP. The, yep, hang out at the at the ballpark. Uh, I'm in. April fifth. Be fun. Eight forty seven against the Chihuahuas. The Chihuahuas. The El Paso Chihuahuas. <laughs> so great. Yep. Eight forty seven. Thirteen away from uh, nine o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we're joined out by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. You look at most of the places we play, and I think everywhere we've played has had a sellout. And you look at our environment with college game days and how loud the Ferrell Center was. I mean, it's hard to go on the road in a packed house and a loud crowd and, and be able to execute and be composed and withstand runs and get a win. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5 days to so.com ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Top Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. 
Baylor remains third in the latest AP men's college basketball poll behind Gonzaga and Arizona. Auburn and Kentucky round out the top five. The Baylor women have moved into fourth in that AP basketball poll. South Carolina remains number one with Stanford, North Carolina State, Baylor, and Louisville making out the top five. The NFL has informed teams that the salary cap for the 2022 season will be $208.2 million. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended through the 2022 season for betting on NFL games. He has three days to appeal the suspension. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Nine away from nine o'clock. Coming up at three o'clock this afternoon, it's the John Morris Show. I'll be in for John as he is headed to Kansas City. Matt Mosley comes your way at four o'clock this afternoon. Uh, Let's see, a couple of things here. Congratulations to Baylor senior left-hander Tyler Thomas. He was named the Big 12 Pitcher of the Week. Uh, Again, brilliant in a uh, 2-1 win over uh, 23rd-ranked UCLA on Friday night, uh, or Friday morning, actually, down in uh, down at Minute Maid Park in the uh, Shriners College Classic. He went eight and two-thirds with a career-high 10 Ks, and, man, he faced the minimum through seven innings. He was he was really, really good. Uh, and, and that's what he's given Steve Rodriguez as that Friday night guy. So congratulations to Tyler Thomas, Big 12 Pitcher of the Week, and rightfully so. Uh, let's see, what else? I want to get your thoughts here. And, and, and I know rules are rules. And there's and these rules are to protect the integrity of the game, but sometimes I wonder if it's a little uh, two faced, if you will. Maybe Atlanta Falcon wide receiver Calvin Calvin Ridley has been suspended for at least the 2022 season after gambling. He 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 posted yesterday on I think Twitter or, or Instagram or something that he'd gambled he'd you know gambled fifteen hundred dollars on some games. So look, I, I get it. For the integrity of the game, and you've seen this in every sport, you just can't do it. You cannot do it. Yet the league gets in bed with all these gambling organizations. I mean, don't you watch the pregame on Fox and hey, win Terry Bradshaw's money and and uh, you know there's the 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 line ward in in football and and look the Super Bowl you can bet on everything from the coin toss to. You know, how much air is in the tires of the bus that drives them from the hotel to the stadium? I, you know, it, it's like they're, the gambling industry is a partner of the National Football League, but players, boy, you can't do it because it's it's going to ruin the integrity of the game. I get it. I don't I don't want my players, coaches no. gambling on games because then it gets to be a slippery slope. Who do they get in bed with? Do they start throwing games? Do they, you know, I just, I, I'm okay with it, but I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of intertwined, um, activities promoting gambling alongside the NFL, but those are for us. us. Yeah. No, I get it. Not the players. No, I, I, I totally 1000% understand that. I just find it interesting that. Those organizations and those companies, but how, I mean, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't police it hard, how are you going to 
deter it. Yeah, you can destroy the integrity of your game. I, I get that. Yeah. Uh, if 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 you know, look look what you know. I I go back to to baseball and in the Pete Rose situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? The, Who should be in the Hall of Fame? By the yeah, way, no, I get it. Uh, the the Black Sox scandal. Uh, mm-hmm. You know where they literally kick people out of the game because if if the fan base does not believe the game has integrity and is played on the up and up and that those those contests and that competition is legit competition, then you you don't have to worry about it. They're not coming. Right. I mean, you know. So, but I still find it interesting that that's the, the mindset of the game itself, but outside the stripes, if you will, these guys are great guys. Let's let's see what we can do to make some money with these organizations. You know, toward you know, we want the fan betting on it, and but we don't want we don't we we think it's a bad idea when anybody else does. I it, and I get it. I mean, you got to make the right decision. I just find it interesting. I don't know. I don't. But oh, I I I'm right there with you. It's kind of you know, six and one, half a dozen of the other. But I I I do feel like you have to. You have to deter that. And they know. I mean, players know the rules. Look, there's, sure. th- there's a meeting before every season where the league sends people in and they go over everything. What's legal, what's not legal, what you can do, what you can't do, what you probably shouldn't do, what you probably should do. I mean, they kind of give you, you know. They give you a roadmap. They give you a roadmap. That's exactly right. And if you you know if you choose to follow it, you're in good shape. If you don't, you know, that's that's your call. And but if you get caught, then you're going to pay the price for it, and he's going to pay the price for it. So anyway, all right, uh, eight fifty six. That's going to do it for us on this uh, on this Tuesday morning. Hope you have a great day. I'll be back at three, sitting in for John, and then Matt Mosley's at four o'clock and. We are back tomorrow morning with another edition of Game Time here at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. The Big 12 conference champion Baylor Bears open play in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City on Thursday against Oklahoma. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Thursday for the Bears in Kansas City. Baylor basketball from the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal windows. 
weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all 